tourists are visiting Death Valley this week for the record heat. People in Hong Kong are urged to stare at smokers in a disapproving way, and the doctors have reattached a boy's head after it was decapitated. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded by a comedian in a very hot closet in Los Angeles. Tourists are flocking to Death Valley to experience world record heat. It's the ultimate tourist hotspot these days, if you can believe that, because I guess some people have a death wish. Not sure. What do they call this? Sadomasochism? It says, while many people seek refuge from the heat this summer, other people want to steam right into it. This includes, shockingly, some tourists that are flocking to Death Valley National Park for an expected mind-melting world heat record that could be set this weekend. Uh, Are you familiar with Death Valley National Park? I don't recommend it right now. Uh, It's a park in California. It's basically on the border of Nevada, and it's well known for its very hot temperatures. I've been there before. There is a salt flat there that uh, it's called uh, Badwater Basin that area it's very weird and and cool it's like the lowest altitude point in all of north america and apparently there's some heat aficionados that want to experience what it's like to uh, burn in a furnace (laughs) in fact they're going to a place called furnace creek that is where the death valley visitor center is located the heat is expected to hit a high of 55 degrees celsius i did the math that's about 131 degrees fahrenheit oh boy now this would set a world record for the hottest temperature ever reliably recorded according to the national weather service outlet tourists are flocking to death valley national park the lowest hottest and driest place on earth oh is it the lowest place on earth i thought it was just the lowest place in north america perhaps on earth well you don't always get the the true facts on weird af news guys you come here for something else don't you yes you do (laughs) to hear about maniacs and people that are dumb dumb people uh dumb people that want to have this kind of experience um well they want they want to say they were there and and they want to say that they lived through it and and they want to get a selfie in the 131 degrees weather you know you can have this experience at home guys you don't have to drive all the way to death valley you could just shove your head in the oven for a little while and take a selfie in there (laughs) the article i have in front of my face is featuring a german tourist named daniel zhushhaus he took a selfie in front of the very famous thermometer at the death valley visitor center showing how hot it is. Uh, This was right after he challenged himself to a run in the sweltering heat. Here's a quote from Daniel. Yes, I was really noticing, you know, I did not feel so hot, but my body was working very, very, very hard to cool myself. (laughs) He ran in 48 degree, that's Celsius weather, uh, Not quite as hot, I imagine, as the guy who ran while he was completely engulfed in flames per yesterday's podcast. But close to it, close to it. If you want to run and feel like you're in flames, but not actually be in flames, you can just go to Death Valley this week, it sounds like. It says here that uh, this week's long heat wave is called, quote, Heat Dome. Uh, Sounds like a really bad Stephen King thriller movie. Uh, It's expected to only worsen in coming days as it intensifies and reaches peaks 
all over parts of the western United States. The so-called heat dome is going to be so intense, the National Weather Service in Arizona has called it one of the strongest high-pressure systems this region has ever seen in history. It predicts more than 100 heat records could fall over the weekend as it intensifies, piling onto the more than 1,000 U.S. high-temperature records that have been broken in the past month. Heat alerts have been expanded and issued in places such as California, which is amid its first extreme heat wave of the year. I'm experiencing that right now in this closet. That's another thing. You don't have to go to Death Valley. Just come to my closet. I think I'm breaking a record in here. It's got to be at least 120 in this bad boy. The article ends with some world records when it comes to hottest temperature recorded in Death Valley. They recorded 56.6 degrees Celsius in July 1913. In 2013, a group actually certified what seems to be the world's all-time hottest temperature set 90 years previously in Al-Azizia, Libya, 58 degrees Celsius. And all of this is extremely hot, but none of it's hotter than a McDonald's apple pie. Have you had one of those? That'll just burn your face off. Or a Hot Pocket. My goodness, I've had some Hot Pockets that really roasted me. It's nice to know, though, that if you guys are into such uh, extremes and extreme weather, you can make your way to Death Valley this week and become one of the volunteers that will become, I assume, human bacon. People in Hong Kong are urged to stare at smokers in a disapproving way. Let's find out why they want people to stare at the smokers disapprovingly. The people in Hong Kong should stare and glare at smokers disapprovingly as part of efforts to create a tobacco-free city. That's according to the territory's health minister. The health minister says people who have lit up their cigarettes in areas where it is prohibited are unlikely to hit back if everybody stares at them together. Here's a quote from the professor, a quote from Professor Lau. Cigarettes can harm the health of all of us, you know. When the members of the public see people smoking in non-smoking areas, even if no law enforcement officers can show up immediately, we can all stare at the smokers. I think this could be effective. And then don't stop there. When someone takes out a cigarette at a restaurant, everybody at the restaurant can stare at that person. I don't believe that a person would dare hit back at everyone at the restaurant as they are simply staring. Oh, yeah, this sounds very effective. In fact, I think... Uh, Staring ended the Korean War, if I'm not mistaken, right? That, that was, I mean, staring really makes people change their behavior, as you know. <laughs> what the hell? <sighs> yeah, dude, I think smokers are already used to this tactic. We've been staring at them for years now, years. I think you need to up your tactic to at least, I don't know, raising an eyebrow, maybe sticking out your tongue, pointing. And then if none of that works, we can go to the middle finger, you know, and if none of that works, we can go to water balloons. That's very effective. If we all throw water balloons at smokers, they'll stop. You know, it'll put out their cigarette as well. I mean, it, it does a double duo tactic right there. It does a double duo. What the hell am I talking about? That makes no sense. You get my gist, though. My gist, I think, is spelled with a G. Look, at, I'm not that bright. I'm just trying to make my way in the world. <laughs> Let's keep reading and find out this amazing tactic to stop people from smoking because the professor has examples of how uh, social pressures can get people to behave in a certain way. He says, take queuing at a bus stop as an example. They use the word queuing over there to mean line up. I believe it comes from the UK. I don't like the word, but I'm going to have to read it a few times, so brace yourself. 
Take queuing at the bus stop. No one will say that it requires the law to compel people to queue. Our society is able to create a culture where people will just comply with the rule of queuing when waiting for buses. So I hope the whole society can build a non-smoking culture in the same sort of way with social pressures like, you know, staring. Yeah, that'll do it, buddy. I think uh, staring actually ended the Korean War as well. It's a very effective tactic. (laughs) Professor Lowe warned authorities will use surveillance footage or video clips provided by members of the public as as evidence to crack down on smokers lighting up in restricted areas. (sighs) So watch out, guys. Statutory no-smoking areas in Hong Kong include parts of restaurants, workplaces, indoor public, public places, some outdoor public places, penalties of... 1,500 Hong Kong bucks will be enacted on breachers of the non-smoking protocol. Uh, Health authorities in Hong Kong have launched a public consultation paper for new strategies to tackle smoking. Ideas have included banning people born after a certain date from buying cigarettes. Yeah, you should do that anyways, right? I mean, can you just buy cigarettes at any age over there? They're also thinking of increasing the tax on tobacco to 75% of the package price in a rapid or gradual way. I mean, that's another way to do it. You hit people in the wallet, and that'll get them to change their behavior. Much more effective than staring, in my opinion. You know, I gotta admit, I've never been to Hong Kong. I don't know if this kind of social pressure can get people in Hong Kong to change a behavior. I've never seen it work in the U.S., You know, we tried to have an intervention with my cousin who was addicted to smack, and we all gathered around in the living room and stared at him. And he just kept up with the smack. It didn't work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Doctors reattached a boy's head after he was, quote, decapitated. It's the sound of science. This sounds miraculous. Surgeons in Israel performed a miracle surgery and managed to reattach a boy's head after he was hit by a car while riding his bicycle. Suleiman Hassan is a 12-year-old Palestinian from the West Bank. Suleiman suffered what is known as an internal decapitation with his skull detached from the top vertebrae of his spine, officially known as a bilateral atlanto-occipital joint dislocation. Wow, Jonesy, how did you nail that on the first try? I don't know how I did it, guys. I, you know, I never worked at a hospital either, so pretty cool. Huh? I'm going to say it again just to, you know, just to show off. Bilateral atlanto-occipital joint dislocation. Ah, that's what Suleiman had. And Suleiman lived to tell the, t- tell the tale. Uh, Suleiman was riding his bike, hit by a car. The boy was rushed to the Hadassah Medical Center. Immediately, immediately put into surgery in the trauma unit. The doctor said his head was almost completely detached from the base of the neck. Horrible. We have Dr. Ohad Enav, the orthopedic specialist who led this miracle operation. He said the procedure took several hours and required the doctors to use, quote, new plates and fixations in the damaged area. So now he's going to set off those alarms when he goes through the TSA. But it's better to do that and have your head than not have your head attached to your spine. Here's a quote from the uh, lead doctor. 
Our ability to save the child was thanks to our knowledge and the most innovative technology in the operating room. Yes, our whole team fought for this boy's life. And the fact that this child has no neurological deficits or sensory or motor dysfunction, and that he is functioning normally and walking without an aid after such a long process is no small thing indeed. We have another doctor named Mark from NYU who says this amazing surgery was only possible if major blood vessels remained intact. He says, well, the key is preserving blood flow to the brain area. It sounds like from this incident that the major blood vessels were likely not severed and that this involved an orthopedic rebuilding, probably using rods and reattaching various ligaments and possibly bone grafts and various bone implants and reattaching ligaments and veins and ligaments. I just like to say the word ligament. (laughs) I'm a doctor. I say ligament several times a day. All right, well, you know, it's a miracle, it's a miracle, it's a miracle. Internal decapitation I have never heard of. It's frightening to know that it exists, but that makes sense. Sometimes the head comes off completely, sometimes it doesn't come off, it stays on. And in those cases, you have a 50% chance of having your head reattached. That's good to know, and I'm sure the percentage is just getting better and better as the technology improves. It's very important, though throughout this sort of situation to remain to remain calm and to keep a level head when you're reattaching somebody's head. Keep a level head. All right, that's a bad pun, but, uh, you know, they're not all winners, guys. Hi, my dear friends and listeners of Weird AF News. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, but just heads up, we do weird news five days a week, and on Friday it's only weird news from Florida. Um, I got a nice email here from Jasmine Gomez who wrote, Hey Jonesy, we love the show. We love the show. She doesn't say who, it's just we. I, I imagine I imagine it's her and her whole entire family or coworkers. It could be coworkers. Um, it could be the people in her in the prison with her as well. So we don't know. We don't judge on Weird AF News. She says, We listen every day, and being an ex-Florida resident, Friday obviously is my favorite. Thanks for giving me a weekly reminder of why I moved away. Here's a Florida story that isn't about substances, eating someone's face off, or an assault with food. Enjoy, Jasmine. Jasmine's got a great sense of humor as well. No doubt because she's uh, an ex-Florida resident, that'll do it. You must have a sense of humor if you're living in Florida, or at one time you lived in Florida. I also have a nice review on Amazon from someone with the username Fresher Brine. Uh, Fresher Brine gave me five stars and wrote, Jonesy is funny AF. Here's the review. A couple years ago, I was looking for a reputable news podcast, and I stumbled upon Weird AF News. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it reputable, but okay. Uh, Fresher Brine continues, Currently, I listen to most episodes, especially when I need a distraction from all the doom and gloom on NPR. When I find myself becoming a bit too nihilistic, I just fire up Weird AF News and the world is a happier place. I always look forward to hearing Jonesy's take on effed up stories from around the world, especially those out of Florida. I live on the opposite side of the country in Portland, so I could care less about Florida and its anti-woke BS, but I do love Florida Fridays. Some of the other things I appreciate about Weird AF News are Jonesy's singing voice, his incredible mastery of accents, and his dedication to bad puns. (laughs) Yeah, we got one in this episode, Fresher Brian, for sure. 
Continuing, after making so many unamusing puns, most people would have given up on them. Not Jonesy. He understands that bad puns are woven into the very fabric of our existence and they should be championed. Puns aside, Jonesy has definitely taken ranting inside a closet to a whole other level. I know I'm not alone in hoping that Jonesy keeps cranking out his podcast for years to come because if a highly caffeinated dude inside a closet doesn't take deep dives into the antics of meth-addled Floridians, who will? Good luck with your life, man! Unbelievable. Pressure, Brian. You are a great writer, by the way. This was just a, just a well-written review. Very articulate and funny as well. So, Fresher Brian, I might have to hire you as a comedy writer at some point if I ever make enough money to get out of the closet and have an actual headquarters of some sort. And I, I'm glad you appreciate the bad puns. You know, I have to throw them in there occasionally, occasionally. I'm not a big fan of puns, but, you know, dad jokes are really in these days. I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh, yeah, people love puns and dad jokes for whatever reason. So I, I like to trickle them in there along with my horrible accents and you know, my occasionally okay singing voice. Once in a while, I've been known to make sound effects and rap as well. So, you know, you get, you get a little bit of everything, you know, and occasionally I'm even offensive. Oh, can you imagine a news outlet that's offensive? That doesn't make any sense. All right. If you guys want to leave a review such as fresher brine, feel free to go to Amazon or Apple Podcasts, these sorts of places. You can even do it on Spotify. You can leave a review on a particular episode if you enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to publish some phone calls after this. Uh, The number here is 646-450-2012. Feel free to call and leave a message if uh, any of these stories uh, caused a reaction or you just want to compliment me or you just want to put me down. It's okay. Um, I'm open. The phone is the phone line is open for all of this. Um, just FYI, I got the crazy, crazy um, emergency phone calls to Weird AF News, and um, I've I've had to turn these calls over to the authorities because they seem uh, they seem to be that they should be taken seriously. You know, if someone's someone has emergency situations, uh, they've called my number instead of the the usual emergency line. So I'm going to have to forward these on, but I'm going to publish those after this. A little alarming, so buckle up for that. Yay! Hello. Is this 911? I have a bunion on the bottom of my foot the size of a football. Could you please come help me? Uh, hello? Um, uh, I just tripped on the bunion and the bottom of my foot is the size of a basketball. And I busted my hemorrhoids. It is a mess. Can you come help me? Hello? One of the sparks from the fire over in Canada caught my head on fire. And I just ran 902 feet, slipped, fell, but I peed and I put it out. Give me a medal. Dang it. Hello? Oh, no. My cervix just fell out. Could you please send someone over a nice firefighter to push you back in? Oh, no. Hello? I've fallen and I can't get up. Would I get you some cookies? Could you come over and help me? Ooh. This is not even...